Oh my my, oh my my, never wanna do it, never wanna try. Yes, I wanna try. I do, I do, I do wanna try. I do, I do, I do wanna try. Um, I wanna try and give you a podcast here, because that's why we're here. That's what I do. It's me, Harlan Williams, here on the Harlan Highway, and uh, you're here with me. It's a Christmas miracle. Uh, great show today, uh, a lot of fun, a lot of happy, a little bit of sad, a little bit of a tribute to one of my fallen comrades, a friend of mine passed away quite recently. I think you'll all know who uh, this individual is. I think he might have touched many of you. Uh, and he was my buddy, and uh, I'm very uh, sadly going to miss him, so I thought I'd take a little time to talk about him, his life, our experiences together. Uh, so there's that. We're going to talk about uh, a brand-new announcement I have, some incredible news I've got for you that you're going to love. Uh, we're going to talk about fortune cookies. Have you ever had a fortune cookie? What the hell are they? And then a special call-in from the Queen of England talking about Kate Middleton and her nudie breast photos. The Queen of England's calling. Hang on. It's the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. All right. Let's get this sucker going, huh? You're causing a major disturbance on my time. It's the Harland Highway. What's up, brah? If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? <laughs> I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. <laughs> Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the hell do you think you're doing? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. This is your fucking wake-up call, man. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. In 30 seconds, you'll be dead. Then I'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes. Oh, wow. Sad way to start the show, but uh, just recently, a friend of mine passed away. Uh, guy that was taken way too soon, um, 54 years old. And, uh, you all know him. You all, uh, probably love him. I know I did. And, uh, let me play a clip from, uh, his most famous movie. And then we'll talk about it after. Um, this is a guy that I had the good fortune of knowing doing a movie with called The Whole Nine Yards. But let me pay, play a clip right now from uh, the part he's, uh, he's best known for, John Coffey from The Green Mile. And uh, this is a uh, fitting clip because it talks about getting to the end of the road. I'm tired, boss. I'm tired of being on the road, lonely as a sparrow in the rain. Tired of never having me a buddy to be with, to tell me where we's going to, coming from or why. Mostly I'm tired of people being ugly to each other. I'm tired of all the pain I feel and hear in the world every day. There's too much of it. It's like pieces of glass in my head all the time. Can you understand? Yes, John, I can. Well, there must be something we can do for you, John. 
It must be something that you want. Yes, yes, he's in heaven now. The big flicker show in the sky. Uh, Such a moving performance uh, in the Green Mile. You all remember Michael Clark Duncan as the uh, gentle giant on death row. Towering, hulking, (laughs) incredible guy. And kind of one of these classical... um, Huge guys with kind of the heart of a teddy bear. Uh, he had a, a big infectious smile, a toothy grin, um, a sparkle in his eye, and that deep voice. Um, just just uh, a wonderful, wonderful guy. And, um, you know, just to uh, share a little bit of my time with him with you folks... Um, we, uh, we shot a movie together up in Montreal, Canada called The Whole Nine Yards. And uh, Michael played a gangster and I played an undercover cop. And, um, you know, there's a scene where, uh, where um, they, they, I get murdered. I get shot by Bruce Willis and uh, Michael Clark kind of is picking me up and lugging my body around. And uh, I'll never forget being on set, <laughs> Michael Clark, you know, this big giant guy, just picking me up, carrying me around, throwing me on the floor. I mean, we, we had a like a mat, uh, a special mat on the ground, but he's just like lugging me around like I'm a raggedy and doll, this giant guy. And uh, what a sweet guy. And we we had a lot of fun. Uh one of the one of the things, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but I introduced Michael Clark Duncan to the game of blackjack. Uh we were up there and there's a casino near the hotel and uh, I taught him to play. And uh and uh you know, I went up to his room and I took a couple of decks of cards and he'd never played black and I so I showed him how to play. And we played like some, you know, fake hands in his in his hotel room. And then the next day, he's like, you know, calls me up and he's like, Harlan, come on, man. Come on back upstairs, man. Show me how to do that again. You know, that voice, right? So I go up and teach him again. And then I said, come on, it's time to go over to the casino. We go to the casino and I'll be darned. The guy was hooked. I mean, the guy was just hooked. He, he Every day he'd call me. Not every day, but just about every day he'd call me. I'd go, holla, man. Come on, man. Let's go to the casino. Don't do not do me like that, man. Don't Like, he'd always put it on me. Like, I was, if I didn't want to go, I was the bad guy. He's like, come on, man. Don't do me like that. And then, uh, and then the other thing about Michael Clark, at that point in time, he loved strip clubs. Okay? He loved going to strip clubs. Um, and somehow he found out about this one strip club in Montreal and keep in mind, Quebec, Canada, Montreal is a spicy place. It's a pretty open society. And he found this goofy strip club where they had these things in them called cabins. And all they really were, were like a a row of janitor's closets. And Michael Clark Duncan wanted to go to this strip club. And he goes, come on, Harlem, man, let's go to the, let's go to the cabin, man. 
And I'm like, Mike, this is when I'd just been married. I go, dude, I can't go to a strip club. I've only been married like like five months, six months. He goes, oh, man, don't do me like that, man. Come on. I, I said, I'm not going to a strip club. He was relentless. I said, you know what, dude? I'll go. I'll walk in the door, and I'll sit and have a Coke. I'm not getting into trouble. I'm not going to have a lap dance. I'm not doing any of it. I will go. And he clearly didn't want to go alone. And we got to this place. <laughs> he just disappeared. I mean, this guy was in and out of more cabins than, uh, you know, I don't know, the, the, the gang from Little House on the Prairie. Okay. Um, and he had a riot, and uh, we ended. Up, I ended up leaving him there. I was like, man, I I can't wait for this guy to go through all these cabins. I ended up taking off. I couldn't sit around a strip club. I'm a faithful guy. I wasn't uh, gonna get involved with any of that. But uh, so gambling and stripping is what I'm saying. But no, outside of that, we had an amazing time on set. We had tons of laughs. We uh, we had all kinds of fun. And then I saw him uh, at other times uh, after the movie. We did the uh, Late Late Show once together, the Carson Daly Show. And we met up at a few other functions and uh, blah, blah, blah. But uh, really, this is about me saying goodbye. Uh, great guy, wonderful guy. Thank you for the memories. Thank you for the the imagery for the magic that you put up there on the screen and left for us and uh if you haven't watched the green mile in a long time it's really worth pulling it out and uh watching it again and uh not only is it a great movie but uh you'll get to see michael clark duncan at his finest he was nominated for an oscar and i remember sitting on set at the whole nine yards and him telling me about this movie that he was doing and uh, and Bruce Willis telling me that uh, you watch this guy's gonna get an Oscar. This guy's gonna get an Oscar, and sure enough, he was nominated for an Oscar. So that's it. Uh, Michael Clark Duncan, rest in peace. Miss you, love you, and uh, and God bless you, buddy. Oh, Harlem man, don't do me like that, man. Don't do me like that. Guess what I had the other night, gang? A cookie. Yeah, a cookie. And when you hear the word cookie, doesn't your head fill up with delectable, delight, sugary, chocolatey, pastry treats? Ooh, a cookie. Yum. Ooh, I, I love cookie. Who doesn't love cookies, man? A delicious cookie? Well, guess what kind of cookie this was? A fortune cookie. Um, excuse me, but are they the worst tasting cookies ever? Has anyone ever eaten a, a whole fortune cookie? I mean, you usually take like one or two bites. They're really uh, crunchy. They're almost borderline sharp. Like they almost cut into your gums or your your uh, the bridge of your mouth. So what's the fortune there? The, the, my dental bill? Yeah, listen, man. I just I cut my uh, cut my top of my mouth off. Uh, I need it repaired. Okay, that'll be four thousand uh, dollars. Will you take a fortune cookie? No, I won't. But thank you. Um, 
So I, I you know, I, I don't get the way they're baked. Okay, I don't know what they make them with. It tastes like wet rice mixed with uh, paper mache, mixed with the USA Today sports section. It's just a bizarre combination of unflavorable, like, right? And the shape of them, I mean, can we just, uh, can't there be a cookie standard? Cookies are flat. Cookies are round. Cookies, maybe they're rectangle. They're like biscuits. Maybe that's a different category of cookie. But fortune cookies, what the hell is a fortune cookie? It looks like, uh, you know, after you chop a baby's umbilical cord and, you know, it takes about two, three weeks for that little husk on their on their belly button to dry up and shrivel and fall off. That's what a fortune cookie looks like. It looks like a, an umbilical cord husk from a baby's belly button, man. Ew, gross. I mean, it, it, it's the weirdest shape. It looks like it looks like uh, someone someone failed an origami class at uh, DeVry. And now I will make a shape of a swan. Ah, crap, I couldn't do it. Anyone want a fortune cookie? I mean, they're the goofiest shape I've ever seen. It looks like a diaper or a... You know those little uh, kids used to make those things that you put them in your fingers and you they're made out of paper and you flap them back and forth and they open and close and there's like uh, little words and colors inside. I mean, they're just weird. They look like maybe they're like a honey badger dropping or something. Okay. And uh, so that's uh, that's hard to get your head around. And then here comes the fortune. I, first of all, I don't believe they're cookies. And then here comes the fortune part, okay? H- how does a fortune play into it, okay? I open it up, and there's some wacky, ambiguous saying, you will dental floss in 1995. You will go very far places. You will meet tall, dark stranger, namely your waiter, and here's your check. Give me money, wise guy. Right? I don't know if they should call it a fortune cookie. Maybe like a wacky saying cookie or a really far off the mark relating to your life cookie. I mean, I don't want to open a cookie and have a little shred of paper in it. I want to eat a cookie that tastes like paper. And then there's paper in the middle. Okay, give me an Oreo with that white gooey middle. I don't want I don't want a pulp paper product in the center of my delectable cookie treat. And if they're gonna call it a fortune cookie, shouldn't there be like like insider stock tips inside? You know? You open it up and unroll it and it it's got like the S P five hundred. Or it says, buy Apple and Google right now. Thank you for coming. Right? Or just just put some money in there. And isn't it interesting they bring that fortune cookie at the end of the meal and put it on top of your, you know that little leather thing where they put your bill? Yeah, here's your fortune cookie because this meal going to cost you a fortune, funny guy. Oh, thanks. Thanks a lot. So I don't know. We got to we got to come up with a new name for fortune cookies or 
Something's got to give, man. Wait a minute. I got I got one here. Let me see. Okay, let me ask. I got a fortune cookie. Let me ask the fortune cookie. What kind of new name can we give you because we hate the word fortune cookie? Let me see. All right, let me read this fortune. Up yours honky. Ugh, okay. And I'm going to end that little topic right there. <laughs> okay, I got to tell you about something. I'm I'm super excited about this. So I I normally I wait to do my plugs, my little endorsements at the end of the show. Uh-uh, can't can't keep this one in, okay? I have to announce this. I have a brand new app for your for your phone, for your cell phone, your iPhone, whatever your phone. Uh, it's it's this. It's I love this thing. It's it's a it's got an app with all your favorite characters from from the Harland Highway. It's got ringtones of. It's got Charlie Lee. It's got Doctor Debbie. It's got Doctor Ascot. It's got Cinnamon Boy. It's got George Michael. It's got downloads. It's got little photo applications you can do. It's got uh, these hilarious ringtones. It's got the animal noises. It, I, I won't even spoil it. I'll let you go and fool around with it. It's called the Harland app. And if you want to check it out, go to harlandapp.com. This is a free app for your, for your phone. Free! F-R-E-E. Kind of like this podcast. Have I ever charged you for this podcast? No. We're on number 432. No charge. Now, I won't I won't deceive you. Once you get into the app, if you want to buy like a whole bunch of ringtones and stuff, you have the option to purchase them, but you don't have to. There's a whole bunch of stuff on the app that is free that you can have fun with, and uh, I, I'm very excited about it. This is a new venture for me. I've never had an app. Um, and so uh, please check it out, harlandapp.com. And by the way, when you get the app, uh, it has everything you want for your Harlan Williams right there. You can listen to the Harlan Highway on the app. You can uh, follow me on Twitter. You can follow me on Facebook. You can uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can go to my website. Everything is going to be on uh, that app, okay? So uh, all you pavement pounders, I urge you to get it. Tell your friends to get it. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun, and we're gonna, the thing that's great about it. We're gonna keep upgrading it and adding things, and uh, keep surprises going. Stuff you can't get anywhere else. So check it out. Um, and then another exciting announcement: uh, my podcast, The Harland Highway, is going to be joining forces with a a podcast network. Uh, you're still going to be able to get your podcast here, wherever this is, wherever you pick up your podcast. But there's a new podcast network called All Things Funny. And uh, I can't wait uh, till they launch this thing. It's going to launch October 1st. Uh, and uh, it's going to be guys like me and Bill Burr and Al Magical and, and um, uh, great, great comedians. Um I'm I'm blanking. There's one more guy that I just love. I just love this guy. What's his name? What's his name? I'll think of it. Um, and uh, you got to check this out. So two two really cool announcements. And uh, I'm sorry I'm dumping them on you in the middle of the show, but I didn't want you to miss them. 
uh, because uh, if you love the podcast, if you love what I'm doing, you're going to love these, okay? So, um, oh, Jake Johansson is the other uh, comedian on uh, All Things Funny. So there you go. I'll, I'll get out of this quickly. I don't want to drag it out. HarlandApp.com and all things, the, the HarlandApp.com is, is available now. Go get it now. It's free. And all things comedy, or all things funny, sorry, all things funny uh, launches October 1st. So there you go. Very exciting. And now, enough of that. Let's get right back to the, the what? The podcast. I, I was about to say the podcast. No, the podcast. Here we go. All right, well, let's move on. We have a uh, a very, very, very important uh, uh, situation here. We have a very important caller uh, on the line, holding on the line. And uh, th- this is crazy. I- I'm sure you've heard the story of Prince William and his new wife, Kate Middleton. And they were vacationing at some secluded villa. And uh, some paparazzi with a, with a, uh, a long-ass zoom lens took pictures of, of uh, Kate Middleton naked. And uh, it it's, uh, sent a, a shockwave through the royal family. Uh, the, the, for the first time, they're like suing the tabloid. Um, and I guess uh, it's just been uh, very traumatic and very upsetting. And we actually uh, were able to get through... Uh, to Buckingham Palace, we have the Queen of uh, England on the line, Queen Elizabeth the Third, and uh, Your Majesty, uh, welcome to the uh, Harland Highway. Oh, thank you, thank you so very much, thank you. Yes, this has got to be uh, unsettling. Um, it's got to be uh, disturbing. Uh, one can only imagine uh, how you feel. Yes, it's very, um, how will you say, um, um, it's very, how would you say it? It's, um, it's rather, um, what would you call it? Um, uh, uh, um, maybe it's, um... Well, it's it's a violation, Your, Your Majesty, if you don't mind me interrupting. Yes, that's what I was looking for, violation, thank you. Ma'am? Your Majesty? Your Majesty? It's very un- unroyal-like to, to have the uh, royal melons exposed out in the open air like that. The royal melons? Yes, the royal melons were flapping around in the breeze and... I can only imagine how she started doing jumping jacks or cartwheels and the royal melons were flapping up and down and slapping things, maybe knocking birds out of trees and knocking twigs down and maybe smashing some windows at the villa, you say. You're suggesting that her bouncing, uh, as you put it, royal melons would... They would absolutely devastate anything in the region, in the area. Maybe kill some school children. They're very large and round and very bouncy. She's a young girl. She's a beautiful girl. And her best bounce up and down like two cannonballs on a trampoline. Okay. Um... 
And so we had to take steps to ensure this never happened again. I mean, God forbid she was not wearing her panties. Oh, yes, that that would be... Uh... That would be a royal disaster if, if that camera lens had zoomed in and got a tight shot of Her Majesty's Secret Service. I'm sorry? Her Majesty's Secret Service. Well, what exactly is that, Your Highness? That's her pussy. Uh, um, excuse me. And uh, so we're very grateful that they didn't get a shot of the royal bacon strip. Uh, Your Highness? Uh, we are dismayed and we are seeking uh, legal action for the royal coconuts being exposed to the world. And what they've done, uh, what's your name again? Uh, Harlan, ma'am. Harlan Williams. Well, whatever it is, can I just call you Fuckstick? Uh, Your Highness? We're very upset, Foxdick, and what we want to do is we are going to take legal matters to uh, sue the people that put these royal coconuts, these royal melons, out onto the international internet highway. Yes, the, the World Wide Web, Your Majesty. Yes, thank you, Foxdick. Um, you know, I don't know if that, that's really not my name. I'm the queen, and you're my royal fuckstick. Okay, your highness, I don't appreciate... Silence, fuckstick, or I'll chop your head off. Okay, uh, your highness. And we're just very grateful that they didn't get a shot of the royal tushy-wushy, the royal rumpus, the glowing pillow of Her Majesty's royality. You mean her buttocks, your highness? That's exactly right. We're extremely elated that they didn't get a shot of her royal crack, as we like to put it, as we like to say around here in Buckingham Palace. Okay, so basically we've got the royal melons, the royal coconuts, Her Majesty's Secret Service. The royal bacon strip. The royal bacon strip, Her Majesty's Secret Pillows. And the royal rumpus. Okay. And don't forget, you're my fuckstick. Okay, do we need that? We certainly do. I'm the Queen of England, don't you know? Okay, so where does it all go from here, uh, Your Highness? I mean, you know, the the, uh, the the pictures are already out there. They're They're on the Internet. Everybody's seen them. Well, what we've done is we've decided to put the pictures to good use and steer all the money from the pictures towards charity. What exactly do you mean? Well, now that they've seen Katie naked... Yes, Your Majesty. Now that they've seen the royal melons and Her Majesty's Secret Service and the royal crack, fuckstick... Your Majesty? What we've decided to do is get Kate, or Katie she likes to be called, we've decided to get her three consecutive weekends down at the Peppermint Rhino where she'll be pole dancing for charity. Excuse me? Well, let's face it, she's already been seen naked, so we're going to have her attend a strip club at the Royal Peppermint Spearmint Rhino, and she's going to be doing a water dance, she's going to be doing lap dances, table dances, and sliding up and down that dirty, bacteria-infested, West Nile virus, SARS-covered pole. A SARS-covered stripper pole. 
Yes, we might as well put Her Majesty's Secret Service, the Royal Muskmelons, and the Royal Crackalack to work. Okay, um, look, you're, you're the ruler of the land, and I, I can't tell you what to do. All, all I can say is uh, over here in the U.S., we have sympathy. We're sorry this happened. It's it's inappropriate, and uh, we wish you and, and Prince William and, and Kate Middleton all the best. Well, thank you so much for understanding. You're very kind. You're very, very, very wonderful fox stick. And that's not my name. I dub thee thy royal fox stick. Uh, would you not? Go and get me some curly fries, you royal fox stick. Okay, Roger, I think we're done. Don't hang up on me, fox stick. Roger, thank you. Don't you dare hang up on me, you dirty little fox stick. Don't you do it. Okay, let's, uh, let's get, uh, let's, um, Roger, let's lose her. Okay, Roger, that got a little weird. I mean, I gotta say, I had butterflies in my stomach. I mean, talking to royalty, that's, that's amazing, but I don't know. Is she, how old is she? What? 85? 89? Yeah, she's a little, I don't know if she's a little, woohoo. Wow. Okay, well, there you have it, folks. I don't know that any other podcast gets the Queen uh, of England on, on the line to talk about this stuff. So uh, this this is good. And uh, hold on. God. Hello? G- God, is she, is she gone or what? Okay. Uh, well, thanks uh, to the Queen of England. Good way to, to round out the show. That's the first time we've ever had her. Uh, I, I sincerely, uh, sad by the, uh, the events that have unfolded. Uh, we thank her for picking us to, uh, to talk to us, to, uh, you know, tell us about the situation and, uh, we'll leave it there. I don't think we can top the queen of England. Um, as I said, you guys earlier in the show, don't forget to check out harlandapp.com. That's harlandapp.com. That's my brand new, uh, phone app. It's lots of fun, guaranteed to make you giggle. Uh, ringtones from all your favorite characters from the show. Cinnamon Boy, Dr. Debbie Timer, Senor Fuentes. I mean, they're all there. Uh, and all kinds of other cool stuff. So uh, check out harlandapp.com. Download it for free. Uh, like I said, you can get the uh, podcast. You can get the Twitter. You can get the Facebook. You can get the YouTube. It's all there under one roof. And uh, hope you uh, hope you dig it, man. Uh, also, if you want to see me doing some stand-up, oh, yeah, check me out this Sunday. I'll be at the Improv in Hollywood, California. Uh, show starts at 9 or 9.30, the Hollywood Improv on Melrose Boulevard. Uh, drop on down. I'm going to be jamming out a set there. And then uh, the, the next Tuesday, the uh, 25th, uh, you can catch me on Adam Carolla's podcast. Uh, Adam Carolla's, uh, show is next Tuesday. And then, uh, to see me live, I will be, uh, September 27th through the 29th, Calgary, Alberta, the Blackfoot Inn, uh, great comedy club up there. Uh, get all the information at harlowwilliams.com. Click on the, uh, stand up link. 
while you're there, check out our uh, store, get some merchandise. And uh, that's it, man. I think we've covered just about anything. If you want to write me, harlowwilliams.com. If you want to call me, 323-739-4330. Thank you so much for being here. Um, And again, uh, Michael Clark Duncan, rest in peace, buddy. Take my hand, boss. And uh, we'll see you on the other side. And until then, chicken. Show me, baby. John Coffey is a murderer. I don't think he did it at all. Take my hand, boy. You see for yourself.